Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Things Nobody Tells You podcast. You're welcome. Do you know why? Because it's still me. Still Lily. Lily is still here. And let me just tell you, I didn't come to play, people. I did not come to play. I came to win. (laughs) I know the rest of that song. Anyway, you guys, we all are aware I'm unwell because what happened yesterday? I didn't release a daily episode. What did I do? Somehow got on the computer, stumbled upon the episode that I didn't get round to officially stating I did record. I thought I didn't record it. Um, Found it. Because my recorder backs everything up, apparently. That's great to know. And uh, I released a pretty wild episode yesterday of all the emails you guys have sent in in the buckle-ups. That was originally last Wednesday's episode. I don't want to say you're welcome, but like, you're welcome. So technically today is the first daily episode of the week. Because it just is. I have a fake Stanley Cup the size of my head. And I am drinking 40 ounces of water to get through today. And we'll see if it makes a difference. Okay, you guys, the first thing I got to talk about, like, we all know I'm unwell. But you know who must be, like, really unwell? Alec Baldwin. Look, obviously, the man has money. He's had a successful acting career. He's got a wife he just loves having kids with. They've got, like, seven kids. I do wonder, like how many nannies they have like do they have one and the mom and then the dad or do they have like a rotation like can you imagine being a single mom not a single mom but like a mom when and the dad's like gone a lot to seven kids I don't think that's their situation but I'm just saying if they're if they're what like that that person exists I know that person exists and if you're listening I don't know how you're having time to listen. Where are you putting the kids? Like, I mean, I hope they're all sleeping well. You need some help. Let me know. I'll, I'll come help you out as your bestie. Um, look, Alec Baldwin is in the news. And you guys, I, I, this is going to get very opinionated because I work in the entertainment industry and I have opinions on this. Basically, if you don't know what happened, I'm going to sum up for you what happened. And I could do it off the top of my head, but I don't want to get it like, factually incorrect so basically in October of 2021 Alec was rehearsing a scene for this like western film he was shooting um in a like it was a church set I don't know if it was in an actual church but I know it was on location somewhere he practiced how he would maneuver a vintage prop gun and while pulling back the hammer but not the trigger which is what he has always said the gun fired. There should not have been live ammunition in the gun, but it contained a real bullet and projectile went through um, and struck a member of the crew. And it was a woman who had a family. And I just, I, when this news broke, it was heartbreaking for the entire entertainment industry. Because like, first of all, everyone knows everyone. Everyone knows everyone. Like, everyone knows everyone, especially when you're talking about crew. We all know everyone. And when you're talking about actors who have consistently worked, especially when you haven't maybe been, like, the star, you've been, like, mainly in a supporting, gastral support. Like, everyone knows everyone. You're kind of considered part of the crew at that point. Like, 
everyone knows everyone. So like this really rocked a very closely knit community. And the fact that it was production's fault, essentially, because they're the one responsible for the props. She was airlifted to a hospital and she did pass away from her injuries. So this is a death we're talking about here. And I remember when this blew up in the, in the media, like this went on for a long time. And honestly, rightfully so. This is this should never have happened. Like there are things where it's like, okay, this happened and these are the changes we need to make in the world because this is why this is accessible to da-da-da-da-da. No. This should have legit never happened. There are so... I was taught the basics of this in school. Like in theater school, we're taught about props. We're taught about weapons. We're taught about like... I will never forget our like prop master and choreographer like teaching us like no matter what happens, no matter what is said to you, no matter what direction you are given, never, ever, ever allow any weapon, whether it's literally shooting air to be pointed at another person. It's always cheated, always, always cheated. So the fact that this even happened is like, and I understand not everyone has that education and I was very privileged to, to receive that, but like it's the prop master's job and then the choreographer, the stunt choreographer's job to educate the actors who will be playing out these, these scenes. So like, I, I have a big thing about like, this is Alec Baldwin's fault, which I think there's a lot of controversy around yes the end of the day a woman died and this should have never happened and who do you hold responsible for that right I'm definitely not the person to ask for the answer to that question because I think it's literally a matter of opinion definitely responsibility falls heavily on production the question right now is does that responsibility fall on Alec Baldwin the actor and on Friday, a New Mexico grand jury indicted Alec Baldwin on a charge of involuntary manslaughter stemming from the stemming from this accident. OK, what was strange was I remember when he was charged last year with the case of two counts of felony involuntary manslaughter. And those charges were actually downgraded and then dropped and then like I think everyone kind of thought he was in the clear because that's what kind of the headline said but I guess there was a I don't think contingency is the right word but I think there was a contingency basically stating that like no you can still be brought on these charges these charges are dropped right now but because I think they were he was they were dropped they can be brought back against you it's once it goes to trial you can't you can't is it you can't go to trial for the same crime twice like the same is that it I forget what it is anyway this woman's name was Helena Hutchins and she was a cinematographer on this movie and it's just they weren't even um they weren't even shooting according to what I could find they were rehearsing 
So what's interesting is that if I'm honest, in a rehearsal, if 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 you're on location and let's say resources are maybe limited and I don't know exactly what was happening in this scene, but I'm telling you in a rehearsal, it would actually, you wouldn't go full out. So I am erring on the side of there was a problem with the weapon that was handed to him. Because just like speaking from experience, speaking from what I know, and if it's true that this was just a rehearsal, there's a lot of ways you can divide your opinion on this. But having Alec Baldwin go to prison for I think it's up to two years he could get for this or or that's the minimum or I'm not sure but I just don't think it accomplishes um truly someone serving justice for her passing and for this incident I think it heavily relies on the people who were in charge of these props and the production overall I think that there's accountability and responsibility and things that needs to change there as opposed to this. I think this is a very specific case. Anyway, Alec Baldwin is is going to face a trial from my understanding with what everything that's going on. And look, this is just the most unfortunate situation. At the end of the day, this young woman was killed and she was a cinematographer. She was just trying to do her job and something she loved and her family now has to keep living without her. And that's, yeah. I just really hope that that family gets some peace. However, however they need it, however they can accomplish it, they deserve some peace. Um, okay, I'm going to move on because I could talk about this forever. Okay, something I, obviously this is a big change in tune, so I'm really sorry for how abrupt this was. I did not think about the order of these, like at all. Okay, Taylor Swift stalker. Can you imagine, like I've heard of like really D-list celebrities getting a stalker. So she, if she can get a stalker, (laughs) if she can get a stalker, are we really surprised that Taylor Swift has a stalker that's just tried to break into her home twice. I think that's also, that must be something she deals with on such a, for years, she must have been dealing with this. Anyway, sorry, I didn't really get into what would happen. But basically, Taylor Swift has a stalker who was arrested outside her apartment twice in three days, in three days for attempting to break into to her apartment. And I would love to, this was in Lower Manhattan, I would love to know who the heck lets Taylor Swift's stalker out on bail or just out. Like, who is doing that? Like, if they, I just feel like you have to understand the gravity of a situation. If you're Taylor Swift's stalker, I don't think you're just breaking in to say hi. I think you're going to do something to cause a headline. That's the only reason to be Taylor Swift's stalker. You know, and I just feel like that's terrifying and it's so disgusting. And you know what? At the end of the day, I hope this man goes to jail or goes away. I mean, at the end of the day, this is insane. But also, I read something that was saying that they have facial recognition software for her shows to identify 
people who she clearly has restraining orders against because she's had many stalkers before that, you know, because of her errors to her, like this, this software is at all the tours in case one of them tries to break their restraining order, which good for her pop off. You have the money, use it. I would do the exact same thing. And also it just goes to say like, she really seems to have her security down pat. Like this person just attempted to break in. They didn't get in, you know? So that's a relief. Like that's every Swifty out there is glad that our national treasure is safe, but I'm sorry. I just, there's no, there's no amount of fame that warrants the crazies trying to crazy on you. There's just because she's talented, just because somebody is talented or just because someone catches a headline, we need to follow them or turn up at their house. No, absolutely not. It's a no from me. It's a big fat no from me. And like crazy fans do that too. This isn't just like, you know, like they just, they just think they're entitled to access to famous people. And it's like, no, that's not how that works, but okay. Oh my God, you guys, the Oscar nominations came out today <laughs> or last night. However, however, no, I think it was this morning, actually. Ooh, everyone's talking about it. Everyone's talking about it. And you know how I feel about talking about things that everyone's talking about. I don't love to do it when it's happening, but I am. Sh- everyone's like Barbie didn't get nominated. Margot Robbie didn't get nominated for best actress. I don't think she expected to. I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't think she expected to like it all what I think we also didn't expect was that Ryan Gosling would be nominated for best supporting actor for Ken I think everyone's a little bit like well if you're gonna do that one you probably should have done the other one like that was the little bit of a slap in the face the only thing that wasn't a slap in the face was America Ferreira's nomination for best supporting actress because that was well deserved because the role she played in that movie and the monologue she had really changed I think the 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 backbone of that movie like it was such a pivotal moment so that one I stand behind that one I'm like yeah that tracks the Ken thing and not Barbie hmm like that is a straight up slap in the face. Mind you, I know for a fact that if they didn't like if they didn't snub people, it wouldn't make headlines. And if it really has gone in the way of like if you don't make a headline, nobody's going to watch. It really has turned that direction. So like people are going to watch now because it's like I'm sorry, what's going on here? Let me watch it. It's exactly what's going to happen. So, like, while I'm sure it was all about the integrity of the performances, you also nominated Ryan Gosling for Ken. So, I'll leave it at that. I also will say, the one thing that really, I was like, that's a, (laughs) you can just tell men made this decision, is that uh, Greta Gerwig wasn't nominated for best director for director like at all and she is a female director who made a movie that commanded over a billion dollars at the box office do you know how hard that is to do 
Now at the box office, do you know how hard that is to do? That's so hard. And she did that. I think people maybe also don't understand the direction of a film is the film. The writing and like, don't get me wrong, actors, casting, very important. Everything plays a pivotal role in the production, okay? However, you can literally, if you, if you're in the entertainment industry, if you're like somewhat, you know, in the, in the understanding of what job goes to what person, right? And you watch a movie, you can tell if it's the writing, you can tell if it's the acting, or you can tell if it's the direction, like Hallmark movies, there's some really good actors in there. Most of the time it's the writing and the other half of the time it's the direction, like them just not paying enough attention to the fact that if you really want this to be like a really good movie, just throw throw in a great director. It is like, you know, the, the director is overseeing everything, you know, they're involved from start to finish. So they're the ones keeping everything cohesive, keeping everyone on the same page, keeping the vision clear, keeping, they're directing everything. They're directing the costumes. They're directing hair and makeup. They're directing the choreography. They're directing the actors. You know, it's the only thing most likely they don't have a hand in is the writing. And most of the time now they are involved in that. Like it's very, it's highly likely. So I just feel like, it was a big slap in the face to not at least give Greta a nod. Like, you don't need to give it to her, but nominate her. Are you kidding me? These days, they kind of hold the same weight. If you're nominated versus win, they hold the same weight. Like, they really do. Unless unless people are caring about awards now. So, like, just, just an acknowledgement like, she's a woman. Do you know how hard that is in the directing field? Like, I know some incredible female directors, and it is so hard to be given a chance. You have to make your own chances, and that's exactly what this woman has done. And I feel like it's a big slap in the face to not give her any recognition for this. So I have feelings about that. Okay, let's move on to the Run From Men segment, you guys. This one... I just, I picked this because I was like, what the actual hell? I was like, what the actual, who was in charge of this? Listen to this, okay? A Kansas City Chiefs fan who was sleeping when his three friends died in his backyard in freezing temperatures on January 7th. On January 9th, January 9th, the bodies of his three friends, David Harrington, Ricky Johnson, and Clayton McGinney, I hope I said that right, were found in his backyard. Let me just, let me clarify for you. They died January 7th. They were found January 9th. They were in his backyard the whole time. No, I get it. Kansas City is frozen. I get it. Let me just explain something to you. When a girl leaves another girl's presence, right? We're out together. You're at my place. I'm at your place. I don't care if I don't know you. I will get you your phone number. I will say to you these famous words. Text me when you get there. Text me when you get home. And if you forget, which is fine, I've forgotten. 
I text you, being the person you left the safety of, because we're in a safe area, and I say, are you home? Yeah, men are going to need to start doing that. Clearly, because you can't, you can't get home. You're like, you're clearly, you're clearly not doing well. You're not noticing when your friends don't contact you for a couple of days or maybe don't go home. This is insane to me. And keep in mind, the man whose house they left um, is claiming that this was nothing to do with him. He had no idea and he's he's maintained his complete innocence on this. Okay, basically insinuating that there's no foul play involved. They just died because of the freezing temperatures. His attorney, the the man whose house this was, claims that he said goodbye to his friends, two of whom he'd known since high school, then crashed on the couch like he went to sleep on the couch. A short time later, he says he went upstairs to bed, leaving the doors unlocked. The three men, he says, then returned to the property and at some stage went outside. I'm not really following what this man is saying. What are you talking about? Where did they go? I'm reading this verbatim. No other information about this has become public. Yeah, clearly it makes no sense. Yeah, the attorney is maintaining that he had no involvement in the deaths of these three men. Here's my thing. Like they all came over. I'm guessing it was they were watching a football game. That's my guess because there's pictures of them in their football chiefs gear all over the internet. You just, you, you've known them since high school. You're not going to check that they get... Especially because, like, we can assume, right, if it if you were drinking, you'd at least check they were good. How do people, like, what happened? Something is not being said. How do you just all die in a backyard? You don't just step out and immediately die. Like, what happened? Something clearly went down. Like, there, I'm not accusing anyone of everything, but anything, but I'm like... This is the most mysterious thing I have ever heard. It's probably the shortest run from men segment we'll ever do, ever do because it's the most bizarre occurrence I might have ever I might have ever heard of. I can't even come up with a theory of what happened. It makes no sense. It's also incredibly sad, incredibly tragic. Three people are dead. It makes no sense. Also, I'm just confused about how they weren't found for two days. That one's getting to me too. Like, okay, okay. You don't notice they don't get home. Okay. You don't see them in your backyard? Maybe I. Maybe it also doesn't state this was his. Oh, no, it does say his backyard. So I'm assuming this is allegedly that it is his property, okay? So if it was in a rental home or something, maybe you don't look in the backyard, but in your own home you do, and it does say, this article does state, like, it's his backyard. And I understand they're freezing temperatures, but, like, they came to this place in those temperatures. So they would have been wearing their coats, and then... I, it's not making sense. I'm not saying they could survive out there for like days, but like they wouldn't immediately combust. Like I, it makes no sense to me. I'm going to need to follow this case because I have so many questions and I'm not trying to make light of the deaths of these three men because that is awful. But I, I am very curious 
as to how this individual is going to answer these questions that are going to be brought like, up again. Because he's going to have to answer these questions. Like, he he can't just say, I'm innocent. i got nothing to do with it. Bye. Like, there will be questions he has to answer here. So anyway, I I am very interested to see how this case progresses and how... I, I, look, even if we don't get answers, I hope their families at least get answers. Because let me tell you, that's the worst part. I just, I hope their families get answers. This is insane to me. Like, you really can't trust a man with anything. Can't Like, you really... Again, you send the are you home okay text. It saves lives. Seriously. This is an educational course that men just were never taught and clearly lacking in. I'm going to wrap up the episode there. Thanks so much for listening to another episode. You guys, thank you so much for all your continued support and your kindness and your messages. I really appreciate them. I really, really do. Like, I, I will never be able to express to you how much your support means on this podcast. Like, I love that we have our own little community and that we all talk and that we've just like made, you know, like a friendship podcast about all the things nobody told us. Anyway, I love you all. I hope you have a wonderful day. And I mean, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow we're doing a niche episode from what I can decide. I mean, I guess the decision is up to me. But um, I did give you one yesterday. But it was the one from last week that never got out. So I'm like, yeah, I'll give you another one tomorrow. It's going to be a ri- it's going to be wild. Anyway, I love you guys. I hope you have a good day. And just don't do anything I wouldn't do. But it gives you a lot of wiggle room. So you'll be fine. Okay, love you. Bye.